Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. Nick Dowd placed on injured reserve. Head coach Peter Laviolette will join us and six road games in the next seven starts tonight in Detroit. Good morning, everybody. It is Thursday, November 11th. Welcome to Caps this morning here on Caps Radio 24-7, presented by Clear, the faster way into Capital One Arena. It's the Caps and the Detroit Red Wings tonight at Little Caesars Arena in Motown as the Caps begin one of their most rugged stretches of the season tonight. Six games in the next seven away from Capital One Arena, three straight sets of back-to-backs, the last two of which are in the Pacific time zone. And the news coming yesterday at practice, Ben, the Nick Dowd will be out for some time Placed on injured reserve. Yeah, John, when the schedule came out over the summer, you looked at November. I think you looked at this stretch, six of seven on the road, seven of 11 overall, seven games and 11 nights coming up. It's a very condensed portion of the schedule. This was going to be a challenge. It was going to be a daunting stretch given all the travel as it is. Then on top of that, you throw in all the injuries, no Backstrom, no Oshi, no Mantha. Now, yes, no Nick Dowd, at least for the next three games, if not more, but placed on IR. So at least the next three games without Nick Dowd, that's several key cogs for your top 12 up front. And you're going to have to lean on now, again, some younger players going into some tougher road environments where you don't necessarily control the matchups, the line changes, et cetera. And with the back-to-backs, you might be in a position, if you're Peter Laviolette, where you have to spread the minutes. You can't necessarily lean so heavily on your headliners, on your top guys. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Condensed portion of the schedule and doing so as shorthanded as they will be over the next little stretch. More to that point, Alexei Protus recalled from Hershey. He's expected to play tonight on the fourth line with Carl Haglund and Brett Leeson. Connor McMichael in the top six tonight. Skating between Connor Sherry and Daniel Sprong. That leaves Axel Janssen, Fialbi, Lars Eller, and Garnet Hathaway as a trio. No Backstrom, no Oshi, no Mantha, no Dowd. This is as much roster adversity as we have seen in a really, really long time. Yeah, roster adversity. And again, the fact that without Backstrom and without Dowd, You're missing two of your four centermen, and not that it was necessarily ever a long-term solution, but even you think back to last season, John, when at times they could lean a little bit on TJ Oshie to handle some center responsibilities, defensive role in that capacity. You don't have that option either. So looking at what they do have, Protus gets the recall, and I imagine we'll see a little bit of him over the next little stretch. And I also think the one to keep an eye on here, we've been talking about him quite a bit on the show over the past few weeks, his growth very quickly Connor McMichael, we've spoken about the offensive skill set that he has, that he brings, and he is an offensive-minded player, but here he is, top six minutes potentially, and as a centerman on the road and going into some environments, you know, where you're playing against some tough competition down the middle, a lot's going to be asked of Connor McMichael here, and we'll see how he handles this. More minutes, more opportunity, but at the same time, more responsibility and some more challenges that come with that as well. And maybe he can have a little bit of a positive effect on Connor Sherry and Daniel Sprong as that trio hits the ice tonight. We've been saying it here on the show for a while that we expected it. Yesterday, 
it became official. Hendricks LaPierre has been reassigned to his junior team in Quebec Major Junior. We'll hear what Peter Laviolette has to say about that next. But at 19 years old, this was a great experience for him these last few weeks, making the big team out of camp, got his first NHL goal. He's soaking in what it's like to be an NHL player every day. So no doubt when he returns next time, after going down and I'm sure lighting it up in the Quebec Major Junior League, maybe playing in the World Juniors as well, he will be better for this experience. Yeah, and I think that's the big one to keep an eye on potentially a month from now when training camps open for the World Juniors, his role potentially with Team Canada on the great international stage, the big stage, maybe he plays big minutes, he's trusted with big responsibilities there. That would be terrific for his development, and maybe he takes some of this experience in Washington with him as he returns now to the juniors. You hope certainly he takes that professionalism, all the things he learned, he picked up from being in a professional environment here. You hope at 19 years old, he's able to hold on to that and and now reap the benefits as he returns to junior for more games, more ice time. And that's the big thing. If he was only going to play seven, eight minutes a night, and he was only going to do that sparingly, at some point, you'd think he needs the competition. He needs the game reps. He needs that opportunity And surely he'll get it now first in the Quebec Major Junior League and then potentially on the big stage of the World Juniors coming up in December and early January. And then we'll see what uh, what springtime holds potentially after the end of the junior season. Does he get another look in the pro ranks, be it in AHL Hershey or potentially as a depth forward, a taxi squad, black ace type with the Capitals in the postseason? Yeah, the future's bright, no doubt, for Hendricks LaPierre, but uh, not at all surprising. Go down, get big minutes, something he just wasn't going to be able to get at the NHL level. My conversation now with head coach Peter Laviolette on LaPierre, the mounting injuries, Connor McMichael's game on the rise, and a tough November schedule. Well, Coach, the hits keep on coming here with Nick Dowd going on injured reserve. And with all the years that you've coached in this league, have you ever seen this much adversity in the first 12, 13 games of the season from an injury standpoint? I mean, it it happens. I thought we battled through some things early last year with guys going into the COVID protocol and we had a couple injuries. And so every team deals with it. You know, I think you just got to keep those expectations the same and put players that get called up here in positions where they can try to be successful. And we do have some guys that are playing really good hockey right now. I think that helps out. I think our defense has been playing really well. And um, obviously the Kuznetsov line has been playing really well. And so we're we're getting enough to get it done. And the guys that are coming in here are playing hard. And you need that to happen if there's got to be that belief and buy-in that nothing changes. You can't be any excuses because of injury. And I think our guys have done a really good job with that. We go into games expecting to win. And if we don't, we're disappointed. When we do, we're, it's not like we had to climb some incredible mountain. We just did our work and we got the win and we move on. So it's been a lot, but all teams deal with it. And we're going through it right now and we'll get through it. Henrik Slapierre going back to junior and you know I talked a little bit in the previous weeks about this but what went into the thought process I know there have been a lot of injuries around here but for his assignment to go back to the queue I think that the start of the season he helped us in the first month and a half manage uh, you know the the injury to Nick Backstrom and have a centerman in here and he had a good training camp and um, ideally you know that it's a lot to ask of young players to come in here and take a permanent position and be an impact player and 
Um, oftentimes there's a process that goes with that and it has to do with maybe going to juniors or maybe going to the American Hockey League or maybe staying an extra year in college and so so that players can develop both physically and they can develop their game and they can just gain more experience. The, the timing I think was right for him to go back to play some junior hockey, possibly play in the world championships, possibly get involved in a playoff run with his peers and continue to develop. While he was here we were really impressed with him and really happy with him and the job that he did and that being said he was a young player and we wanted to make sure that he was in a position to be successful if you look at what could happen has happened already this year for him and what could happen by going back to his junior team and world championships and playoffs and you know it could be a really positive year he's in a great frame of mind as we spoke to him yesterday and talked about things that he can continue to work on you know we just felt the timing was right for a young player like that to go back and play against his peers and to get into some other competition in the midst of all of this roster adversity Connor McMichael has been seemingly off the charts in the first 12 games and you had said something recently to the media about it's not even like he's a rookie anymore and what high praise that is for a kid that's only got a little more than a dozen games of experience he's done a terrific job and maybe could even have more points than he has given some of the chances he might even been a little snake bit too I think he was I mean if you look at the numbers post game and to where he is at this point and you know the last five games as you're talking about is he's starting to gain more confidence you know, his attempt and his numbers to score goals are very good. He's creating and he's making plays and he's getting looks. And so and what I meant by the, you know, he's not a, he's a rookie, but it's not his first game. He's been here now. He's been inside the room. And as he plays, we continue to gain more trust in him and what he does on the ice. And so his role and his involvement inside of the lineup gets bigger. And with the injuries that have happened, we need him to step up. You know, we need guys to step up and take down minutes and situational play and, you know, go out at the end of a game to win a faceoff. And he's answered the bell. And so I think, you know, he's not, when we said it at the beginning of the year, we wanted to make sure that the young kids were surrounded with the Connor Shearies and the TJ Oshies. And now, you know, we look at it and say, okay, we've got to move him up and, you know, we've got to get him on a line where he can make an impact in the game. And we don't worry about that quite as much. We worry more about his impact in the game and what he can do in all situations. And now we, we try to protect the guys that are now coming in from Hershey and trying to put them in a situation where they can be successful. But Connor's done a an excellent job of really doing the right things on the ice and off the ice and making himself an important part of the lineup. This is a rugged stretch coming up from a geography standpoint where back-to-backs, three in a row coming up, obviously going to need both goalies, but how difficult is it for the coaching staff to be able to manage minutes when you have all of the holes that you've had and guys coming in to fill things and back-to-backs, fresh legs maybe help, but this is seemingly a difficult task as you start with Detroit and Columbus. It is, and I mean, it's not like we have fresh legs waiting on the sideline either with regard to our forward position anyway. it's uh, We're banged up up there, and we've got to play games to win. And we can understand that there might be a game the next night, but I think we just got to go day-to-day with the schedule and just make sure that we're in the moment. We do our best to win a hockey game. We wake up the next morning, we do our best to, to deal with that day. And so the schedule in November is testing, and the three back-to-backs in less than two weeks is is going to be trying on our guys. But, you know, that's, again, everybody has a part of the schedule that's a little bit tougher. This is it for us, and our guys will have to answer the bell. Coach, we appreciate the time. Good luck with the Red Wings. Okay, thank you. Appreciate the head coach's time, as always, here on the show, getting you ready for a busy stretch of hockey 
starting tonight. It's the Caps and the Detroit Red Wings tonight at 7.30. Network airtime at 7.15, your extended pregame show exclusively here on Caps Radio 24-7. Caps game day with Ben starts at 4. What's coming up on the show today? We'll go a little more in-depth on what is exactly up ahead in terms of the opposition. These are hardly gimmies in the Red Wings, the Blue Jackets, the second of back-to-backs, and then to go to California, L.A., Anaheim. Both those teams playing very well. We'll see them next week. Also, we will hear from Hall of Famer Dave Andrichuk, a snippet of his meeting with the media, talking about Alex Ovechkin. Oh, another milestone in sight. He's three goals shy of tying Dave Andrichuk, most power play goals in league history. Interesting perspective from the Hall of Famer. Plus, Zach Fucali got called up as well in goal. Still eyeing that potential NHL debut. We'll hear from him. Interesting insight on what a journey his pro career has been to this point. Yeah, we'll have that coming up later. Good stuff, Ben. Thank you. In the meantime, have yourself a great Thursday. Happy Thursday, John. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com. Or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.